Good morning, people. Welcome to the podcast. I would like you to pass the duchy on the left-hand side. Hashtag just, just saying. saying. <laughs> I thought you were going to cough. You nope. like took a breath like, I'm coughing now. I'm like, no. <laughs> Sean has a cold. It's been a week. It has. Can't shake this cough. It's annoying. Shake it, shake it, shake it. It's one of those coughs where you take cough syrup. It's not working. Yep. Take a cough drop. It's not getting there. Yeah. But it stems from one little spot in your throat. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> like, I can feel it. It's coming from here. Not here. You Socks. must come from here. <laughs> yeah. Come from here. Yes. Uh, real quick, we record the first Half 20, hour. 20 or so minutes uh, for YouTube. If you would ever like to, if the audio folks would ever like to jump over there and check that out. We also have other videos there, which such as reviews and urban exploring. There's so much to see. Yes. Yes. Like if you haven't seen our last week's episode. Yes. And you want to see me lose my shit. <laughs> laughing so hard. Funny. That was so funny. Go back to last week's episode and watch that one. Yes. It's about 12 minutes into it. Um, but watch the whole thing. Well, I mean, it's it's dispersed throughout the whole yeah. thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of peppered, peppered throughout. Um, yeah. Okay, so I've been going back and forth in my head today about back, if... Back, back and forth. Back and forth. I've been going back and forth in my head today about whether or not I was going to mention this and... I, I will, but I'm not going, because I know people live in different time zones. We have a lot of people who listen to us from different parts of the world. Different folks, so, different strokes. Yes. Different strokes. <laughs> you didn't think you were possibly going to be able to say different strokes and me not break into the theme song. No, that was deliberate. <laughs> different strokes. Um... So I don't want to spoil anything because things air differently. Um, but Big Bang Theory did end uh, Thursday. Mm. Uh, so last night because we recorded on Friday. And I have to say, without spoiling anything, um, I wasn't happy with it. Oh. Yes. It. One of those. Yes. They. Like a did... Seinfeld. <laughs> Yeah, that's why kind of why I brought it up because I was like, oh, I'm gonna bring this up because um, it's not the first time in my life that I've ever been disappointed by a, se- a series finale, and I was like, you know, it ended. They did, and like I said, I'm not gonna give anything away, but there were two different character turns that I was like, what? Like, you can't have a, have that much character huh? growth. Exactly. Like, you can't have that much character growth on the last episode. Like, everybody can't be like, I'm different now. And it's like, no, 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 no. For 200 episodes, this is how you were. And now you're going to be like this? No. 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 Unacceptable. Unacceptable. So I was unhappy about that. Um, and I, I just, I, I know I'm not the only one because I went online because I needed reinforcement. I did, dude, because I was like... Um, I can't be the only one who's pissed at this because I watched it with a friend of mine and she seemed quite fine, fine with it. 
And I was like, I'm not happy about this. And she's like, well, you wouldn't be. And I'm like, no, it's not right. And then I, so I just was like, so I went online and I was looking in um, like comment sections and stuff of like uh, Instagram and stuff. And my issues, a lot of people shared. And that really gave me validation. So I was like, okay, a lot of people had the same issues that I had. So I am not alone in the world. No, you're not. No. And, well, it made me feel good because I was sitting there I'm going. I'm here. Jay's here. The people driving by. <laughs> well, screw the people driving by. Because <laughs> it was like, <laughs> I didn't want to be like, oh, you're the only one who thought it was shitty. And, but like, no, everybody else, not everybody else, but a lot of people had the issues that I had. Now, I was going through my mind today about like shows that have ended that like you've Crappy. just been like, yeah, you've just been like, what the hell was that all about? And one of the first shows that came into my mind was the Sopranos. Was Sopran- that wrong? Yeah. Should we have not done it that way? <laughs> <laughs> No, you shouldn't have done it that way at all. And the first thing that came into my mind was um, The Sopranos. Um, that's been around for a long time. So, I'm, I mean, if we're talking about shows right now, it's it's all going to be older stuff. So, fine to spoil. But, I mean, like, because it's been, it's been around for a long time. And they're actually filming, like, a prequel thing to it right now. Cool. Um, so... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, I don't know how I feel about it yet. It's called like Saint. Is it Saints of New Jersey or something? Or Saints of Newark? It has some weird title. And I'm just like, well. I mean, I'll probably watch it. I'll probably give it at least one spin. Um, but it really has to impress me quickly for me Come to on, hang No whammies. No whammies. No whammies. I know. Big bucks. Big bucks. No whammy. <clears throat> I mean, like. I'm gonna have to like yeah I'm gonna have to like get impressed quickly it's like you better impress the shit out of me with this but like the Sopranos ended really really stupid right Tony walks into the diner he sits down it looks like he's gonna order something cause he's a big guy of course he wants to eat and then the screen goes black right and you're like what the fuck everybody thought like their HBO cut out Ooh. and it was like oh, my HBO just cut no. out the I just missed the ending like, I watched it with a friend of mine, and we were like, I paid the bill. <laughs> like, <laughs> why am I looking at blackness? I paid the bill. So, <laughs> yes. So everybody was like, what the fuck? Right? And it took years before David Chase, the creator, would actually acknowledge. Actually? Like, actually acknowledge what he thought or, like, what he was thinking behind doing that. And it's, it's, you know what, when something ends badly like that, it's really just a kick in the ass to fans. Yeah. Because it's like, you have been invested with whatever it is you, you watch, right? Mm-hmm. And you sit and you watch it and you're dedicated, you're a dedicated viewer. And then when it comes to the ending, it's like, it, you want the, you want the closure, you need it. Yeah. Right? Because it's like, this is the last time. We all want closure. I know. (laughs) We need closure in our lives. You can't just leave everything hanging. There has to be. You have to put a nice little bow on it. And it's like, when things don't end like that. like um, And you mentioned the Seinfeld thing. Mm 
That ended with them all in prison because they didn't help somebody getting mugged or something. And there was like... Pedestrian a, law. Yeah, there's some sort of good Samaritan law where you're supposed to help people. We live in Massachusetts. We've never heard of that before. No. I can tell you that right now. And it's like... It just... it, it And then it was like... It, it felt like it was a huge, like... Um, not only a letdown, but it became like a clip show. Because they were sitting there going, well, what have we done wrong in our lives? And now they're like doing clips of all the previous shit that they've done. It was a two-part episode, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's shitty. Shitty. You're going to give us an ending like that on a two-part finale. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah, going... No, I cannot. <laughs> and that was 80s. I mean, that was 90s. So I'll go to the 80s and say another Rewind. big... Yeah. Another big letdown was... Do you remember Alf? Ha! Ha! I, yeah. kill, I kill me. Uh, Alf ended. You alright? He's like. I'm gonna hold him back. Power of prayer. <laughs> if power, it helps. The power of Christ compels you. Yeah. <laughs> Alf ended horribly. And it was like he was getting caught by uh, scientists or the government or something. And you're like, no. And then it was like, we had to wait years before they gave us any closure in like a TV movie. And it's like, you don't remember that? It was shit. (laughs) That's because it was years later. Yeah, because it was so, it was such a big like gap. Mm. And you just went, what the fuck? This is stupid. Now, I, I uh, missed the last half of Gotham last season. So I didn't watch any of the last season yet. Um, I have been told that that actually ended quite well. Good. So that kind of pleases me. I haven't seen it yet, like I said, because uh, I need to catch up. Well, for what they did, catch having up. to... Uh, right, this is going to be our last episode. Oh, gee, thanks. Yeah. Um, they better make, make it good. Right. Uh, just end it on you that quick, all right? And, you know, it's, it's different. Impress me. Impress me. You got 12 seconds. Go. And it's it's different when, like, the show, when they stop the show and they know this is the last one, mm-hmm. right? Because then it's like they can build up to that. They have all that time, right? As opposed to, like, when a show goes off the air and it never comes back and it's like, oh, shit, like, I don't have any closure on this at all. Like, you don't even get the final episode. You just get whatever the last episode was. That's your final episode. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like. <laughs> Need that taste in your mouth? I am displeased. <laughs> I am heavily displeased. Gotta get that Al Bundy look. Yeah, like, man. I'm not happy. How did, uh, uh, how did Married with Children end? I don't Do you know, remember? Like, within the last two or three seasons, because they didn't have the original writers, mm-hmm. and everybody was getting older. Yeah. I didn't really care. Oh, okay. I really didn't watch the last couple of seasons. I didn't, you know, I didn't either. Um, I feel like, is that one of those those shows that they tried to inject a child into? Yeah, they did. Yeah, I... The kid's I, name was Seven. Oh, my God. Can I just say... It was Bob Goldwaite's kid in, in the show. Really? Mm-hmm. Can I just say, like, I hate when shows try to... Mm, Cousin Oliver! Mm. <laughs> That's exactly what it's called! 
That's it. You you were fucking around, but that's exactly what it's called. It's called the Cousin Oliver Syndrome. Mm-hmm. Where they inject a child into a show to try to, like, breathe new life into it because the writers are so lazy, they can't think of anything else to do. But you're injecting poison. You are because it's like, now you have to write for a child and writing for children, they, it, they either write it as an adult so the kid just seems super smart or they give them all the quirky... You know, funny little lines, Mm -hmm. and then it just takes the air out of the room because then everybody else is just working to support the joke that the kid has to set up. Mm -hmm. You know, if that makes any sense. It's like everybody else has to play the straight man so that the kid can get the laughs. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people actually said that's why... Yeah, actually. A lot of people actually said that's one of the reasons Two and a Half Men failed. Man. Is because they gave the kid all these all these lines and then he got older and it's like he was too old to be saying the kind of lines that he was when he was a child Mm -hmm. so they made him like a stoner and it just didn't work no you know and then what what else happens with that i think bertha uh bertha bertha Bertha, i think her name was i haven't watched in a long time i mean yeah i I never really funny lines too yeah, I wasn't like a dedicated viewer. Like if I was in somebody's house and they had it on, that's when I watched it. But uh, the thing with that is that like oftentimes they'll stop character development for everybody else, and they just focus on like here are these here's this kid with these funny lines. Mm-hmm. You know. Also, a lot of people hated uh, Two and a Half Men when Sheen got booted off. Yep, and Ashton and, Kutcher took and his And they place. brought in Ashton Kutcher. Mm-hmm. And then for the finale. Spoiler alert. Um, it was like, oh, they're going to bring back Charlie for the we last show, is what everybody thought. And then what ended up happening was like they had a lookalike or a stand in or something get crushed by a piano. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's the dumbest thing that you could, you could do. Yeah. One of the many. One of many, yes. And it's like, why do that if that's your, your end game? You know what I'm saying? Like, Especially if you're doing it with a personal uh, vendetta against somebody. And you know what? Here's the thing. I will I will bet you um, no amount of money. Just I'll just bet you um, that if Chuck Lorre had called Charlie Sheen and said, do you want to do a quick cameo for the last thing? I will bet you he would, he would have said yes. If not for him, one for the money. Yes. Two One for, for the show. money, two for the show. <laughs> Three to get ready. For the blow. Five for the fans, too. I mean, I think so. I think he would have done it just to close out the show. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, regardless of his feelings for Chuck Lorre. So I know they went through a whole thing, but. Then he did the anger management show. <laughs> what show? Yeah, I mean, nobody saw that show. I didn't watch it. No. No. You know what was funny? I actually kind of felt bad for him. Yeah. When he was going through that whole meltdown thing, I mean, it was like... Winning! Yes! It was so bizarre. Yes. And, like, at the same time, you you couldn't look away. Because, I mean, it was everywhere. He was, like, going on late night... I can't look at some idiots. I know, but it's like, you can't... I can't look away. I can be... (laughs) And yet, it's like, you feel bad... But it's like, I just, what are you, tiger blood? What the fuck is that? And you just go, oh, man, this guy's just unraveling. And then it, I mean, I don't, 
I don't know really what happened to him because it was like he said he, I mean, people were like making memes and doing all this thing and like, oh, Charlie Sheen, blah, blah, blah. So it was like he thought that he had enough um, cred, shall we say, to do like a like a one-man show. Mm-hmm. But he had no plan. So he was just like, I'm just going to do this one-man show. And then he just went out on a stage and just had no plan at all. Kind of like we do with the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we wing it. Winning. Actually, no. I mean, yeah, actually. usually, I mean, yeah. Actually, usually we have like a a set thing like this. Eh. Or some notes. That we and then buy. sometimes people don't print notes and bring them. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. But. You're fired. <laughs> you can't find me I quit you're fired I quit <laughs> so anyway I mean he just had no plan and then it just tanked and then it was like you didn't hear from him for a while then you had to hear about his goddesses the two girls that was like with him all the time that Jesus like his love slaves or something yeah I don't know. I mean... The whole thing was a shit show. Mm-hmm. What did it last? Like a year or two? It lasted. You know what? What? It feels like it lasted a year or two. It was maybe four or five months. <laughs> I know. Because it was like, oh. Maybe because it dragged on with the whole winning thing. It did. It, it just... Every time he was in an interview, he kept saying the winning and Tiger Blood stuff. I'm winning. I got Tiger Blood. He's like, no, you don't. Sit, sit down. Shut up. You got Sheen Blood. Yeah. Shut up, Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, anyway and like every time I saw him I just kept thinking of um, Ferris Bueller yeah I was gonna bring drugs. that up drugs no thank the you the karma huh I know right sometimes art does imitate life yep like um oh I hate to talk shit about him cause he's he's so nice now but uh like Robert Downey in Less Than Zero Oh boy! If you ever see uh, Less Than Zero, it's an '80s movie. Uh, guess who's in it? Um, Andrew McCarthy, because he's in everything in the '80s. Megan. He had a quota. I swear to God, Andrew McCarthy had like the a wish board, like one of those dream boards, and he was like, "I want to be in 52 movies this year," and he fucking made it happen. <laughs> He was in every movie in the 80s. It's like Mannequin. Uh, I'll do Pretty in Pink. Yeah. Less than zero. What else you got? Weekend of Bernie's. Oh, yeah. I did Weekend of Bernie's. Hey, he's everywhere. Um, you know who else is in it? James Spader. He's he has he's just creepy. But you, you look kind of like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to hold back a coffee, oh, too. Oh, okay. So James Spader is in it, too. And Robert Downey Jr. plays... Um, a guy named Julian who has a drug problem. Wah, wah. Yeah, and it was literally like, oh, art is imitating life because shortly thereafter, he was in rehab. <laughs> the first time. But but he's he's good now. Good for him. Good. He just wrapped up wrapped up his Iron Man legacy. Wah, wah. So Cocaine's all a drug. Yeah, yeah. It must be. So I was, gonna, I was gonna tell you this story 
um, because it it went along with something I was going to tell you I was going to do, but... um, So I got uh, a text uh, from the the company upon which I had ordered something. Mm. And they're popular enough they don't need me to say it. (laughs) (laughs) So they were like, your package is on the way. You know what I hate is when they do that thing, it's like, it'll be there by 8 p.m. And I'm like, I don't want to wait till 8 p.m. But Daddy, I want it now. I know, I'm so impatient. And I was like, hmm. I want it by 8 p.m. yesterday. Exactly. So it actually, it it, it finally showed up, I think around like, it had to have been somewhere between... 7.58. Well, no, it had to show... It, my friend was here, so it had to show up somewhere between 6.30 and 7. So I go wow, out... it's kind of close. I know. So I go out and get it, and I'm all excited because I've been waiting for it. And she goes, uh, you know, what the hell is that? And it was... It's like a brown... Uh, it's almost like they shipped it in a manila envelope with uh, cozy shit on the inside. You know, the, the puffy, cozy shit? That they're like, this won't break. (laughs) So I go to, like, rip it open, right? And this is ridiculous. This is the world that we live in now. Instead of shipping it in, like, a proper little box, right? Mm -hmm. They ship it in this shitty envelope thing. So I go to rip it open, right? And what had happened was, instead of getting directly inside, it was like a cereal box, I got between the, the bag of cereal and the box. I got between. <laughs> that sounds so awful. Where's the toy? <laughs> I don't know where the toy is. It's a badge and I want it. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> So, like, I had somehow managed to get between the bag, like, oh. the the layer with the cozy shit, and it looked like asbestos. I'm like, what did they shit me, asbestos? <laughs> and the, the inner layer that actually had my shit. I'm like, get out of this movie with your asbestos layer. This is gross. He's crying. Are you okay? Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> yeah, I guess. That's fine. That's fine. So, oh. <laughs> I finally, I managed to get inside the little baggie. It was annoying as hell. Oh. You know, when you're a kid, and it's like, you go to the cereal box. The easiest thing to do is just pull out the bag, because most of the time they were clear. Then you could scan for the toy. It's like, there it is! But some weren't clear. No, those were, that was shitty. Because then um. you were like, man... I think it was like Super Golden Crisp or Honey Smacks. It was brown. Yeah. I think Super Golden Crisp. It had a brown bag. Mm -hmm. So you couldn't see in it. Oh, tricky bastards. That bear knew what he was doing, man. He's like, make the kids work for it. Yeah. Just dump the whole thing in a bowl. Make them put their grubby little paw (laughs) inside the bag and dig for the Yeah. So no one else in the house wants a bowl. Um, I'll go get my own. But you know what? I will. I will venture to say, in my household, nine times out of ten, it was just me eating the cereal anyway. So it was me for all mine. There you go. So when you're the lone wolf, 
It's fine. It's fine. The ones I used to like are those little, uh, those little sticky octopus things. Oh, you throw them up against a wall and they, they slowly go and yeah, what the transcend the wall. Like wall walkers or something. Wobbly walkers or yeah, something like that. Mm. I used to love those. You know, when you think about it, like the toys that you get, really like weren't that great. Like you could probably get them in bubblegum machines now, but it was like or the, eBay or eBay, I guess. <laughs> But it was like the principle of the matter. It's like... It was awesome at the moment. Yes! You're like, oh boy, a prize. Like Cracker Jack. Like, I didn't really... Yeah. I'm not like a huge Cracker Jack fan. But they always had like a little dinky prize inside. It's usually some kind it, of ring or something. Well, back in the day. No. Now it's like some like little sticker type thing. Ah, lame. Very lame. Whack. <laughs> Whack job. Whack. Whack. But yeah, it's like, it was just the principle of the matter. You can't get toys now. It's sad. The cheap. No, I don't know why. I think they just think that like... No one cares I anymore. don't know. Like, nobody cares, I guess. It's like... The thing you know. that, um, you know, like four guys hanging out watching uh, something on TV. They got yeah. to keep passing the box around, see who's actually going to take it. <laughs> you want the prize? No. You? No. What is it? You take it. I don't want it. Do I have to put it together? <laughs> <laughs> that would be like the worst. My, um, Ugh. yeah, my brother-in-law and his family used to live in Italy. And my sister would send me from Italy these little, uh, they were called kinder eggs, right? They can, you can buy them here kind of. Uh, but they had, it was about yay big, yay. Yay? Yay big. Um, I don't know how much that would be. Maybe three or four inches. Yay! And it had like a, a, a an inner shell and it had a little plastic, little plastic egg. And inside was always like this little toy. Uh, nine times out of ten, you would have to put it together. Boo! But here's the thing, right? It's like, uh, the company is actually German. But Actually? somehow they're manufactured in Italy, and so the instructions are, like, in Japanese. Now, figure that out. German, <laughs> Italy, Japanese. <laughs> it's like the United Nations on my treat. <laughs> oh, dear. Are you high? I wish. Oh! <laughs> uh, sorry to hear that. Oh, might help my cough. <laughs> Me? I doubt it. Where's Steve? <laughs> <laughs> Smoking Steve. So. Call up Steve. Yeah. Get Steve on the phone. <laughs> so, any hoot. <laughs> um, you'd have to figure out how to put the toy together yourself because obviously you probably can't read Japanese. Unless you can, and then you're all set. Um, but they do sell those, uh, the kinder stuff in America, but they decided that, you know, kids might be too, uh, whatever and choke on the pieces. Mm -hmm. So they've taken the toy out of the egg when they, when they sell them here. And it's like, come on, that was, that's like the whole point of it. 
You go, you go so many years with them not caring. Well, it's because it's it America. Takes, yeah. Like, you can buy them in Europe still with the toy. But, you know, Americans, they don't know not to eat all the way through the egg. <laughs> Apparently. You know? It's like, we can't be trusted. Either that or uh, it's some sort of, you know, group who just got together and was like, nope, no fun. The fun, the fun, no fun group. No fun for you. <laughs> None. Oh, you centering yourself? Oh, wow. Breathe in, breathe out. Breathe in, breathe out. I'll do it like Karate Kid. Lama, 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 lama. <laughs> He's doing like Tai Chi over here. It's like Karate Kid. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Well, before we go, do you want to do a little bit of what you have there? Or? We can try it. We can try it. We're going to try. Sean's got something. So, going back in time. Gotta get back in time. 70s and 80s we're talking now. All right. We usually do 80s and 90s stuff, but we're going back to the 70s. I dig 70s stuff. This is Legendary Vehicles from the 70s and 80s TV shows. Okay. So, let's see who remembers what. Uh, Probably me very little, but... <laughs> We'll, we'll try. Two out of three on the first page, we know right away. Okay. I like those odds. Never tell me the odds, kid. <laughs> the Millennium Falcon! <laughs> Never ever see a grown man naked. <laughs> Airplane! <laughs> 69 Dodge Charger. 69 Dodge Charger? Uh, would that be Dukes of Hazzard? Correct. Woo! On air from 79 to 85. Generally, nice. was a 69 Dodge Charger... In a blazing orange that took a mini leap in hairpin turn with those good old boys, Bo and Luke Duke. Course, and those shitty other cousins. Coy and Vance. Coy and Vance! I was trying to remember the name of it. I'm like, what the fuck are their names? And the funny thing is, they had, they brought them in and they kind of switched them out. So Explain. <laughs> Explain how! So, Bo and Luke. Luke was the dark-haired one. Bo was the blonde-haired one. Yes. Coy and Vance. Vance was the dark-haired one, and Coy was the blonde-haired one. Well, I mean, either way, they always had a dark-haired one and a blonde one. But the dark-haired one wore the yellow shirt that Bo wore. Ah, I And Coy see. wore the blue pin, uh, pinstripe or striped Did shirt. Did they seriously put them in the same kind of shirts? Same shirts, just switched them out on the, uh, on the cousins. That is funked up. Yep. Like, we weren't even going to notice. And we were going to be oh, okay with it. A lot of people notice. That's why season five stuck. Mm-mm. It stunk. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> stunk big time. I don't even call it a season. No. It's just a blip. It's like <laughs> practice. Glitch. What do you call that? The understudies came in. Like the stunt doubles. <laughs> messed around for a little while. Then it got normal again. Right. Because they All knew right. if they didn't bring back um, John Schneider and Tom Wompat. Mm-hmm. That was it. Yeah. Uh, the doors didn't open, so, no. they, so they had to hop in because they welded them shut. Oh, I remember hearing uh, one time. I don't remember if it one was Tom. Time? I know. I don't remember if it was Tom Wopet or John Schneider. They went to go slide in, and the fucking door uh, thing, the lock was up. So he literally got that in his back 
Oh. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. And who couldn't forget the horn that played Dixie? It yes. said more than 325 versions of the General Lee were used during the show's run. Wow. With a few dozen remaining today. Which I probably assume they mean original. I don't know. Not, not everybody's uh, homemade <clears throat> General Lees. No, they, they, those don't count. Next is you have a 76 Ford Mustang Cobra II. Ooh. Uh... This one had a movie made and Bill Murray was in it. A movie made and Bill Murray was in it. And. You got nothing else for me? Uh, Drew Barrymore was one of the. Oh, uh, Charlie's Angels. Yes. Aha! Yep. But he had to go to like the 2000 movie for me to be like, oh, yeah, it's Charlie's Angels. Oh, you know who was the bad guy in Charlie's Angels? Fudge. Yeah, you're going to kick yourself. <laughs> ah, I forget. He's in this room, but not physically. <laughs> Where? Where? Uh, I would be in prison. Who? <laughs> 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 Tim Curry. Oh. Yeah. Okay, I gotta watch that now. Yeah, he's the bad guy in Charlie's Angels. I didn't know he was in that. Yep. That's the scene. Have you ever seen me send you that meme where he's putting on sunglasses and he's got this awesome grin and he's like, that's right, baby. Oh. That's what that's from. Oh. It's from Charlie's Angels. Nice. Yeah. All right, so instead of reading these little things, I'm just going to go, that's the car, that's the show. Okay. So that was from 76 to 81. Mm-hmm. Next is the 1982 to 84 Pontiac Firebird Trans Am. Ooh, Firebird Trans Am. Whenever I hear Trans Am, I just want to go Smokey and the Bandit. Nope. Can you give me a hint? Um, let me see. Uh. <laughs> it's got this cool red light on the front. Oh. Uh, 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 ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 ha, ha. Uh, Yes. Uh, Knight Rider. Yeah. Yeah. Went from 82 to 86. Damn right. Sweet. I'm three for three. All right. We'll never get this one. Okay. 1949 Triumph Trophy. TR5 Scrambler Custom. Mm. It's a motorcycle. Oh. A motorcycle? Yep. The courtship of Eddie's father. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody remember? <laughs> hand, up, hand up if you remember the courtship of Eddie's father. Oh. What was the... Oh, my God. I can hear the theme song. What was the theme song? Something about friend. Yeah. Hey, let me tell you about my best friend. <laughs> That's right. Quote your Pavetti's father. This one's from Happy Days. Oh, for God's sakes. <laughs> Is that the one he jumped over the shit with? He jumped sharks and stuff? Oh, well, he wrote it all over the place. Did he? But this one has some things written, um, underlined, so I'm going to read this one. On air from 74 to 84, Henry, uh-huh. Henry Winker's Arthur Fonzarelli, a.k.a. The Fonz, was a, <laughs> was a tough guy with a heart of gold. Was he? Was known for his leather jacket, now part of the collection <clears throat> of the Smithsonian, mm-hmm. and his ride, the 
bike. I'm not going to read all that again. Okay. The Fonz initially rode a Harley Davidson knucklehead bobber. Yeah, you knucklehead. In the first season, but because Winkler couldn't ride a motorcycle, it was swapped for a lighter Triumph that could be pulled onto set. <laughs> so he needed a dummy bike so he could just sit and go, and like just be pulled all over the place. Ching, ching. <laughs> Too bad he later switched to water skis for the now famous Later Day episode that led to the pop culture phrase, jumping the shark. That's where that phrase comes from, is because like the the writers of Happy Days were getting so ridiculous with what they were doing. They just literally had Fonzie jump sharks and, with skis, and that's why like everybody's like, when a show gets too... Uh, it's just stupid. It's like, oh, they jumped the shark. Well, that's, well, literally, yeah, he jumped the shark there, but it's not the only time they did something like that. Yeah. No, no. There was a few other episodes during the series where he jumped over like a bunch of barrels or a bunch of cars. I remember, did he jump over something on fire? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. So they probably did that at least three or four times. He and Leather Tuscadero. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she did. <laughs> Ridiculous. Smack her thigh twice and go. <laughs> All right. I don't know. That can't be my thing. I'm not really a finger. I'm not really a finger gun kind of gal. Draw. Okay. Yeah. Hold still. Yeah. Would you like me to draw you in, you know, I drew you in underpants. <laughs> Look, a thong. <laughs> um, what was that phrase called? I don't know. Uh, like flossing your ass, ass floss. Oh, you gross <laughs> banana basket. <laughs> uh, next one's a 74 76 Ford Grand Torino. Oh, Grand Torino was that? Um, cop show, yeah, yeah. It's uh, from 75 to 79. David Soul, yes, Starsky and Hutch, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta redeem myself after the fucking Happy Days bullshit. The Scar Star Skin Hutch. I didn't really watch it, but I know of it. It's a famous car. You know if you saw it. Red with white. Yeah, it had the white. It looked like a big Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> 1983 GMC Vendura. It's a van. Ooh. Oh, it's a van. Oh. From does, 80- it, does it have red? On it? Yes. Is it A team? Yes. <laughs> nice. From 83 to 87. Sweet. It was the only thing B.A. Baracus could do. Drive and fight. Drive the van. Fight the van. Ferrari 308 GTS from 1980 to 1988. <laughs> <laughs> is it a red Ferrari? Yes. Is it. Oh, what the hell's his name? Ah! Is it Magnum P.I.? Yes. Yes! <laughs> oh, I hit my ring when I did that. Ow. <laughs> yes. Hee <laughs> hee. Ouch. <laughs> yes. Uh, with a mustache. Yes. Uh, Tom Selleck. Yes. And they recently uh, redid the, the show, which <sighs> I had no intention on watching. I have no, yeah. They tried it with... Um, Knight Rider. Yeah. That well, failed. The, you know, actually, the 
the no, reboot, actually. actually, the rebooted Knight Rider, I don't know if I liked it just because it was a Mustang. Hmm. So, but I don't remember it being that bad. No. It was okay. I mean, they used a, I think it was a bullet Mustang. I remember uh, our friend mm-hmm. Joe said it was pretty good. Yeah. It wasn't bad. I mean, I think he wasn't happy about the, being the Mustang, but. Well, you can't please everybody. No. 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 Hmm. <laughs> 1986 Ferrari Testarossa. A Testarossa? Yeah. Ooh. From 84 to 90. To 90? Yeah. So I should know it. Can I get an int on this one? One of them wore a white t-shirt and a sports blazer over it all the time. Oh! 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 Oh, oh, oh. The white um, stuff. <laughs> Is it uh, Miami Vice? Yes. Yes! <laughs> Don Johnson. Crockett and Tubbs. <laughs> Woo! Yep. Nice. Um, Kawasaki KZP motorcycle. Ooh. Uh, From 77 to 83. Uh, another cop show. Another cop show? Chips? Yes. <gasps> oh! <laughs> I swear I didn't. That was a guess. Good one. Just because it was a motorcycle, that's all I had was chips. Which stood for California, California Highway, Highway Patrol. Yep. Nice. This one, <laughs> probably, I don't know if you ever watched this one. Uh, I used to watch this not. one with my dad. 7478 Pontiac Firebird. Pontiac Firebird. Uh. The head person was James Gardner. James Gardner? Mm-hmm. Is it the fall guy? Nope. Ooh. Uh, James Gardner. He Shit. was a private detective in it. Oh. I think the car is like brown. I, I, I know, it's like I, I, it's like it's right here, mm-hmm. but I can't, I can't say it. What is it? Rockford Files. Rockford Files. See, I didn't, I mean, I know of it, but I didn't watch it. It's okay. I was watching my dad. I didn't watch it on my own. Oh, hey, you don't need to justify. <laughs> if you like Rockford Files, it's fine. Well, I was always in the, like, any type of police show when I was little. Yeah. So I would watch, like, Rockford Files, Kojak, Cannon, mm. uh, all those ones. All right. Uh, 1965 Corvette Stingray. Corvette Stingray. Uh, what year is the show? 85 to 87. Oh, okay. Um, geez. Who's in it? Nick Mancuso. I have no idea who that is. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I give up on that one. Stingray. (laughs) I probably could have taken a stab in the dark on that one. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, it Corvette is weird. Stingray, and it's mm, called Stingray. Stingray. Shit. I guess the show is probably about the car. As it probably should have been, since I have no idea who that guy is. <clears throat> hey, what can you do? 1970-71 Plymouth Satellite. Plymouth Satellite? And the show was from 69 to 74. 69 to 74. It was a family car. It was a family car? Mm-hmm. 
Jeez. Uh, it's a big family. It's a big family? Is it for the Brady Bunch? Yes. <gasps> Did they ever really show a car on the Brady Bunch? Yeah. Holy crap. If, uh, sometimes when they would do the exterior shot of the house, you could see the car parked in front of the house. Okay. And there was quite a few scenes where they had them, like, the cameras probably set up like at the top of the driveway. Mm. And you see them pulling in. Wow. Well, sometimes they were back in the car out to play basketball or something. So yep. Marsha can get hit in the nose. My nose! Throw it harder. No, I'll never go to the prom. Good. <laughs> what will Davy Jones think? Nothing. He don't like you. <laughs> he probably wouldn't. <laughs> You'll never get this one. Uh, uh, all right. Well, all right. The Pacific Princess cruise ship. Love boat. There you go. <laughs> yeah. From 77 to 86. Nice. Let me tell you something. Once you set a course for adventure in your mind on a new romance. Love boat. Now this one, I'm going to read the little information because it's kind of interesting. Oh. Undoubtedly the greatest, the biggest star on the list was a love mm-hmm. boat. Set a course for adventure every week under the helm of Captain Stubbing. 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 Yep. Uh, who had even had a few dalliances himself over the course of the romance series in a time where cruising still carried on air ex- exclusively. What? Mm-hmm. Oh. Come on. Oh. I did it again, didn't I? What? Yep, I did it again. <laughs> did it spill? Yep. <laughs> All over? A little bit. <laughs> It's like we peed. <laughs> hey. Should not fucking win. The passenger cruise uh, Pacific Princess ship introduced countless viewers to luxury and exotic ports of call. Yeah, I love the how they put this. Sadly, the original vessel ended up being sold for scrap. Oh. Too costly mm. to repair after decades of service. Hmm. Two decades ago, ABC scrapped its Love Boat sitcom. Now the owners are doing the same for the vessel. Hmm. But before you shed a tear for the years spent following the follies of Captain Stubbing. 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 And Gopher above aboard the ship. The love boat's uh, cruel and might be for the best. The 550-foot cruise liner has sat idle in a marina in Italy for two years. Aww. Awaiting payment on a repair bill. Ooh. According to pay your damn bills. According to an Italian newspaper, uh, the shipyards are owed. Uh, I'm not sure what it is in Europe currency, but it says six million restoration bill. Euros. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What she said. <laughs> for a be- for asbestos removal. Yeah. As a result of the default, the court of Ghana. G-E-N-O-A. It's an Italian. Uh, Fragile. That must be Italian. <laughs> we'll just we'll just keep going. <laughs> uh, um, they seized the ship and have been trying to auction it off since late 2010 with little success. But recently, mm-hmm. however, a Turkish, Turkish scrapper purchased the boat for 2.5 million euros. Which is three point three million in our money. Nice, well, good family, I guess. Uh, 
Oh. Mm-hmm. You might not know this one. Oh. 74 Buick Century 455. Another cop show from 73 to 78. Oh, I'm not really up on my cop shows from the 70s, so I'll, I'll it took give place in New York. Them. Well, it's definitely not streets of San Francisco. He likes to say, who loves your baby? Oh, Kojak? Yeah. Good, I'm on the last one. No, oh, here we go, last one. This is one mm-hmm. that you loved. You'll never get this one either. 1978 Checker Taxi Cab. Oh, taxi! Yay! <laughs> From 78 to 82. <clears throat> what does, does a yellow light mean? mean? Okay. Uh, it means go home. Woo! Just breathe, Sean. Just breathe. <laughs> May I? Huh? May I? Yeah, well, you can try. It's not going to do shit, but it might help. Oh, you're going to try to dip into my cough drops? Is that what you're saying? Ah. I have the, the Hall's Honey cough drops. They're quite good. I hope they help. Mm. I don't know if it's going to help, but it's they're delicious. So at least you have that going for you. Good. Okay, so uh, last week we began like news stories from the 80s. Or like, what was it? It was, I'm asking you. (laughs) (laughs) It was uh, awful things from the 80s that people like forget about. Because, you know, Sean and I are always talking about what we miss from the 80s and the good stuff. And we're always forgetting stuff. And we usually are, yeah. But, I mean, sometimes there was, I mean, with every time period, whatever, there's like, this shit. Right? So here's the shit part of it. We saw it last week. Uh, you can check out that episode. It's the one previous of this one. <laughs> <laughs> That's part one. Yeah, so we're continuing with shit that wasn't so good. Um, this was the Iran-Contra affair. Do you, do you recall this, Sean? No? Nope. Uh, this was a political scandal in the United States that occurred during the second term of the Reagan administration. Senior administration officials. Ronald Reagan? The actor? The actor? Yes. Um, <laughs> senior administration officials secretly facilitated the sale of arms to Iran, which was the subject of an arms embargo. The administration hoped to use the proceeds of the arms sale to fund the Contras in Nicaragua. I know that sounds so fucked up. The official jurisdiction, I'm sorry, justification for the arms shipments was that they were part of an operation to free seven American hostages being held in Lebanon. But this was utter bullshit. Ooh. So, just to break that down for you in case you were like, I'm confused. Uh-huh. They sold a bunch of weapons to Iran. You got a deal. And told, exactly, <laughs> and told the American people that it was to get hostages from being held in Lebanon. Uh, but that was a lie. All lies. It's all lies. So that kind of was bullshit. <laughs> so okay, this is back when um, I find this so funny. They used to be, and I don't know if you remember this, but lead in gasoline. No. You would go to the gas station and you'd be mm-hmm. like leaded or unleaded. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, so they would put lead in gasoline, mm. and it would cause uh, it it caused like people. 
Like, if you were around it a lot. Ooh, what the fuck was that? Sean, you literally just jumped. Are you alright? Yeah, I had like a little tickle on my leg. I thought it was like a, a spider or something. Oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> don't ever do that again. <laughs> I don't see anything. Like, if you're around it enough, um, it will cause you to have violent outbursts and cognitive decline. So you'd be like, I don't know who you are. Punch you in the face. <laughs> The Masters of the Universe movie. Boom! <laughs> That's why it's on the list. It sucked! Uh, the Masters of the Universe movie had Dolph Lundgren and I think Frank Lo- Loja. But it was shit. It was a shit, shit movie. They had a great opportunity to, to make a good movie and they just was like, nah, let's not make a good movie. Let's make a shitty one. How do you go from Ivan Drago yeah. to being He-Man? He was built enough. Like, they could have done a good job. It's just that he's not... I gotta be honest. Dolph Lundgren is not the most charismatic person. No. So... (laughs) (laughs) He's really not. So it's like, you have to kind of be like, we need somebody with, you know, a little more charisma who can can do this. I mean, he just acts like a fucking... He's like Pinocchio. It's like, he's a real boy. He's just just so wooden. I must break you. Yeah, he's just wooden. So it's shitty. They are redoing, they are supposed to be doing a He-Man movie. And I really hope it happens. Oh, speaking of like bullshit thing, I I heard about this today. This this news came out today and I was so pissed. Um, You know who they, you know who they, uh, uh, what do you call it? You know who they cast? As the new Batman? Yeah. Yeah. It's not, um... It's not Keaton. No, I mean, it's not, uh, what's Fist from Gotham? No. David? No, it's not David uh, Mazouz, no. Well, that actually would have... opportunity missed. That would have made sense, right? Mm-hmm. Because it would have been canon. But well, DC doesn't like to do that. So instead, they made it Robert Patterson. Who? The guy from <laughs> Twilight. What? <laughs> I didn't watch the movies, but I know he's in Twilight. I didn't watch him either. He's the sparkly vampire. Ah. It's like Lost Boys, but with glitter. Younger. But with glitter. <laughs> I don't know. Glee. I know. <laughs> it's glee. Um, Jazzercise was big in the 80s. Jazzercise was a form of exercising. It was just ridiculous. <laughs> just ridiculous. <laughs> Um, super tiny skin tight shorts for men. (laughs) When you want that extra bulge. (laughs) Oh my God. Yes. There and under there. Yeah. It's, oh man. You know what I hate? All right. I'm going to say this, right? And this is, we talk about a lot of stuff on the show. I don't think I'm going beyond anything that we've ever said. But here's the thing. I don't like when guys have, like, when they have very little hair on their legs until they get to the upper, like, thigh. Mm. And then it's, like, weird hairy. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, like patches? Yeah. Mm. That's weird. Because it's like, the rest of your leg isn't hairy. Why are you hairy up your leg? <laughs> That's weird. Like, did it start crawling down from your pubes and then just gave up? <laughs> Like this is too far to walk. We're just gonna stop right here. It's kind of um, it's kind of like that on the movie uh, Blair Witch. 
Yeah. There's one scene where the guy plays, oh, his name is Mike. Yeah. He has a shirt off. Mm-hmm. And Heather's taking the camera and showing how he's got spotted hairy spots <laughs> on his chest. Weird. It's like, look. Um, hairy? Nothing. Hairy? <laughs> Nothing. Like, there's, there's one yeah. empty uh, area on his chest. It's just weird. Um, sporadic. Yeah, it's just like, why would you have thick, like, hair on your upper thigh and then nowhere else on your leg? That's just weird. I don't know. Write me in and tell me what you what thing's going on. Like, what are you, pot, like, Bigfoot? <laughs> Damn Sasquatch. Ads for cigarettes. Back in the 80s, you were still, there was still ads for cigarettes. Mm. Yeah, and then, ooh, you know what, and you... <laughs> You know what else we had? I love those. Ooh. You know what Ooh. else we had? Was we camel. Had, well, yeah, we had the camel. But they also had cigarette machines. Mm-hmm. Some like restaurant lobbies, like stuff like that. You could, bars? Like, yeah, some bars. You just go in, walk up to the machine. Not that I ever did that. But you walk up to the machine and put- I did for other people. And put like money in, probably like a buck, and get a pack of cigarettes. Pull the lever out. Like yeah. Pull the lever towards you of the one yeah. you want. Pull the knob like you were in yeah. a uh, laundromat. Yep. Get my dish detergent. Pull it forward. It's just that's just weird. And they uh, they have since like stopped doing those. Mm-hmm. I don't think they exist anymore. It's too just... open and free for anyone that. Oh yeah. That can't get cigarettes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't I don't get this one, but it's all right. Moon boots. <laughs> people really thought moon boots were a problem oversized sneakers i don't know they just said moon boots so moon pie um richard simmons sweating to the oldies my mom had all the vhs names come on boys let's do it he was you know what was funny is he was like so energetic but annoying yes and then, like, a few years ago, because he hasn't been seen in a long time. Yeah, he went into hibernation. And then well, it was, like, this whole thing, like, is he dead? Like, people thought he was dead. Mm-hmm. And he had to, like, come out of hiding and be like, I'm not really dead. <laughs> it's always sad. We made when, him like, come out. It's always, yeah. It's always sad <laughs> when people have to do that. It's like, I see, I saw a picture of, um, was it, Tim Curry? We talked about him earlier. Tim Curry. He has on. He was on a, a film shoot, and he has a T-shirt that says, "I'm not dead yet." <laughs> it's like, oh, poor guy. Give that to Ric Flair. Yeah. Uh, video stores everywhere. You should. You could finally watch movies at home. Well, this is supposed to be uh, stuff that's bad about the '80s, and now it's like people are like, "Woo, we can watch movies." Um, I think probably the worst thing about. Uh, renting videos was like when you got it if the person before you didn't rewind it mm-hmm. they weren't be kind and rewind and then it's like you started it at like the credits and you're like god damn it if you like known about it like the perfect way to troll people would have been to put it right at the spoiler at the end of the movie <laughs> and then like have them put in the thing and be like oh he dies <laughs> I no longer have to watch this film um, neon shoulder pads, jelly bracelets, and jelly shoes. Yeah. Those were all annoying. Especially, like, you, we walk them with somebody, and they had on those shitty jelly shoes. <laughs> jelly shoes were, like, I don't know, these clear, sh- 
they were just horrible. Like, there's no way to describe them. But, like, if you walk with somebody and they had jelly shoes and they got a rock inside them, oh, they'd want to die. <laughs> You're like, I got a rock! Oh, my God! <laughs> this is awful. Oh. Um, roller skating rinks, it's where everyone was on the weekends. I couldn't roller skate. But, but yeah, roller skating I, rinks. I just had an old old pair that was a... Um, like, used pair. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they used to belong to... Um, well, one of our neighbors. Yeah. I just like roller skate in front of the house. <laughs> just up and down. Yeah. Up and down the house. <laughs> up and I down went, the I house. I never went out to a roller skate place. Yeah. I'll just fall um, in front of the house. <laughs> I'll fall on cement and take it like a. <laughs> take it like a you know, like a big boy. Yeah. Uh, this person wrote, "Wham, definitely wham." <laughs> First of all, screw you. All right. Yeah. Because Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go is a classic tune. Yes. Yes. And Kayla's Whisper. Whispering is fun. I like whispering. Whispering is fun. Um, that is also a classic tune. Yes. So uh, clearly this person has no taste at all. And you can ask me anytime. I'll never remember the other guy's name. God damn it, Sean. It's Andrew Ridgely. Yeah, there you go. He's a race car driver now. Mm-hmm. You would know that, but you, if you knew his name. <laughs> Poor Andrew Ridgely. I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> uh, if you were a kid and watched TV in the 80s, in the 80s, everything, and I mean everything, was basically a commercial. Any show, cartoon, radio program that had kid appeal also had a line of toys, clothing, and or food candy available for purchase. And I mean any show. I had a Starsky and Hutch action playset in the late 70s. Generation X was undoubtedly the most heavily marketed to group to ever live. Shit got so out of hand that by the time the 90s rolled around, a handful of child advocacy groups and a lot of parents probably getting sick of hearing, can I have, <laughs> said enough is enough and put a stop to that shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I want the He-Man. No. No! Get a job! I know. Get a mm. job and buy one. <laughs> yeah. Prick. Um, the satanic people. People legit thought their murderous Satan-worshipping high schoolers were looking for children to sacrifice. Yummy, yummy, My yummy, mom, yum. My mom wouldn't let us listen to Kiss because they were supposedly Satanists. Yummy, 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 Also... Yum. They actually thought kids who played Dungeons and Dragons were into Satan worship. I played that, and I was not a Satan worshiper. <laughs> I was going to say, if you thought Dungeons and Dragons kids were up to no good, I don't think so. I will speak for uh, some of them, at least, and say no. Yeah. Those awful curling irons that crimp your hair so you look like you put your hair in a waffle maker. <laughs> The ad would read, be a model or look like one, when really you just look like a low-end hooker. <laughs> <laughs> um, nice. I, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Go bots, fuck them. Yes. That's all they said. Go bots, fuck them. <laughs> uh, the Chicago Bears doing their damn Super Bowl shuffle. The Bears. Does anybody remember the Chicago Bears doing the Super Bowl shuffle? Hopefully not. Do you remember that? <laughs> I do. You do? 
You can even uh, uh, find it on YouTube. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Stupid. Um, yeah, I know I have one more thing about the Chicago Bears in one second, but you had no idea who was calling you on the phone when the phone rang. And, brace yourself, you had to walk to where the phone was attached to a cord and have your entire conversation in that spot. Yeah. That was annoying as hell. If, like, your family was floating around, they'd be like, what are you doing? What are you talking about? Don't make plans for the weekend. <laughs> Gardening. <laughs> Have you waited long enough? Yeah. Like maybe a, a month or two? By then, the uh, the phone cord would stretch <laughs> out, and then you can make it to the other room. <laughs> yeah, it was such a straight line. Such yeah, a little line. bit of privacy, you know? Yeah. Going back to the Chicago Bears, headbands. Jim McMahon had a whole collection, and he would write on them. Jim McMahon was the quarterback for the Chicago Bears. He would write little messages on his headbands, and it would be ridiculous. <laughs> Seriously, it was like, oh my gosh, what's up with this guy? But like everybody thought he was the Tom Brady of his time, uh-huh. really. Like all the ladies loved him because he was adorable. Oh. And he wore sunglasses and he had bands with messages and he was cool. E. Yeah, and he was the quarterback and he could do no wrong. Right. Yeah. Uh, Millie Vanilli's lip sync <laughs> scandal started in '89, but it was somewhere in there. It takes two jerks to be Millie Vanilli. Millie Vanilli. Here's what went, here's what went down. There was a group called Millie Vanilli. Right? I don't know Millie. The two dudes, I believe they were German, and uh, Rob and Feb were their yep. names, yes? Now, they had a bunch of hits. They came out, they had a, a big album, a bunch of hits. The Grammys come along, right? Now, this is around the same time that, and you know what? This is around the same time that Billy Joel was up for a Grammy, right? Because he was, and this is the only reason that I know this, is he was on tour for the uh, the Stormfront album, which has We Didn't Start the Fire on it, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> Sean, yeah. Yeah. So, they called up Billy because his album was huge. Billy! And they said, we want you to play the Grammys. And he said, I will only do it if I can play live. Mm. Good for him. Uh, because he doesn't believe in like lip syncing and stuff. Well, so, people are paying so much money for a ticket. So they said, well, I know. You want to see a good show, and you don't want them faking yeah. it. Yeah. So it it was like, uh, so he was like hedging about it because they were like, well, you really can't. Meh, meh, meh. And then they were kind of like, well, a lot of people are waiting to find out if you're going to come to the and play. Because a lot of people, their yes depends on your yes. And he's like, all right, well, this is my stipulation is I play live or I don't play at all. And finally they were like, okay. And then a lot of people who were up for Grammys who were playing heard that and they said, well, if he's playing live, we want to play live. Here we go. And the one group who refused to do it live. Who could that be? Was Millie Vanilli. Gee, I wonder. Out of the entire Grammy lineup, they were the only ones to lip sync. And then shortly thereafter, it was right after they won the Grammy. Mm-hmm. They were doing some show, and the audio skipped. Yep. <laughs> and then they, everybody found out that they were just liars. Right, because the whole time is two other guys singing theirs. Right. And if you watch the video of that, which I'm sure is out there, I've seen it before. Yeah. They're on the stage, and you hear, girl, you know it's girl, you know no, it's, it's girl, girl, you know, know it's girl, girl, you know it's... <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, the girl knows. <laughs> what else do you have to say? So yeah, then they got busted. They had to complete. They had to give back the Grammys. Yep. It was so fucking humiliating. Um, I felt really bad for them, but I mean, what else? You, I mean, they had to know going into that that this was a bad idea. You know. Yep. So. Uh, cars were not good. Besides, most of them were ugly. They would break down, tires would blow out, and if you left any light on for 10 minutes with the car off, the battery would die. That is 100% true. Right. Because, like, in the 80s, if you went inside and you left your headlights on, and then you're, like, eating dinner, you're like, oh, shit, my headlights! And you went running outside, your battery's already dead. Mm Mm-hmm. And you just had, like, three bites of pasta. (laughs) It's like, shit! And when you get back, it's cold. Oh, yeah. It's like, damn it. That's why I still have this big fear of, like, my battery dying if I leave something on. Because everything was so fragile back then. We were a fragile... We were a fragile time. Fragile. Yes. Man, when you reheat pasta, it's not the same. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to see if I can get through just these uh, last couple of things. You can. Uh, well, I hope so. At the end of the decade, the fall of the Berlin Wall in 89 would be followed in 1990 by the German reunification... During 89, most of the communist governments in Eastern Europe collapsed. That was that was kind of a big deal. That was Reagan uh, when, you know, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. <laughs> Didn't Hasselhoff uh, sing? Probably. <laughs> if I remember right, Hasselhoff was there and he sung. Fucking probably, because Hasselhoff would stick his ass at anything. Yes. He's like, what do you got for me? Germans love David Hasselhoff. Maybe that's why he was there. I don't know why. It's bizarre. <laughs> okay, let me see if I can get through this. Several notable music artists died of unnatural causes in the 80s. Bon Scott, at the time, was the lead singer of ACDC. He died of alcohol poisoning on February 19, 1980. They actually replaced him with a guy who sounds just like him. So, uh, it's fucked up. English drummer John Bonham of the rock group Led Zeppelin also died that year in a similar fashion. John Lennon was shot outside his home in New York City on the night of December 8, 1980. Tim Harden, I have no idea who that is, died of a heroin overdose December 29th, 1980. Bob Marley died from a uh, skin melanoma on May 11th, 1981. Harry Chapin died of a car accident in July of 81. Marvin Gaye was shot by his dad at his home in Los Angeles on April 1st, 84. And one day before what would have been his 45th birthday... Ozzy Osbourne's guitarist Randy Rhodes died in an airplane crash on March 1982. Karen Carpenter died from heart failure caused by her anorexia condition February 4th, 1983. Metallica bassist Cliff Burton was killed in a bus accident in Sweden in 1986. And Andy Gibb died in 1988 as a result of myocarditis. It's basically like he did, he did drugs and his heart was just fucking... <laughs> I'm not trying to be mean, but... Uh, it's sad. Yeah. that was sad actually. Actually, yeah, because um, I remember hearing that he died, and then um, who's the Gib? Uh, Barry Gib. Uh, they had had an argument because uh, Andy kept trying to get clean and it wasn't working, and then he and Barry had a huge fight, and the last thing that happened between them was an argument, mm. and Barry's like, "I'll always remember that." Sally. Yeah, sucks. You know who Andy Gib was dating before he died? I don't know if you... Oh, you you should know this actress, actually. actually. Victoria Jackson. Oh. Yeah. UHF. Yes. 
Yeah. That's why I was like, you should know. <laughs> <laughs> In 1984, the supergroup Band-Aid was formed. <laughs> I know, Band-Aid. That's a pun for you. was formed oh. to raise aid and awareness of the economic plight of Ethiopia. In 1985, live aid concert featuring many artists promoted attention and action to send food to Ethiopia. Uh, whose people were suffering from major famine. That uh, anybody who saw Bohemian Rhapsody, uh, that Live Aid, that's the concert uh, that kind of ends the movie uh, with Freddie Freddie Mercury. Queen like brought the house down on that one. Whoa! Yeah. Um, wasn't Band Aid also? Didn't they get together and they did the goddamn that Christmas song? That piece of shit. Chris, do they know it's Christmas? I think so. Wasn't that Band Aid? I think. It might oh have been. God, I hate that song. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> she hates like the Wizard of Oz. I hate that song. You know the other Christmas song I can't stand is uh, Paul McCartney, Wonderful Christmas Time. Yeah. Holy crap, pieces of shit. <laughs> um, okay, two two more very quickly. Are you going to cough? No? No. Uh, the thalidomide disaster is one of the darkest episodes in pharmaceutical research history. The drug was marketed as a mild sleeping pill safe for pregnant women. However, it caused thousands of babies worldwide to be born with malformed limbs. Yes, real safe. That is fucked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and last but not least, uh, the fucking phone company. <laughs> there was one phone company, AT&T, for the whole damn country. Calling the next city was long distance. Uh, Calling the next state or another country was also a very big deal. Yes. Yes. And you, I mean, like, that was it. If you pissed off AT&T, you had no phone. Period. That was it. They were the one game. That was mm-hmm. it. It's like, oh, AT&T, what the fuck? There yeah. was no Verizon. There was no Sprint. No, there was nothing. It was AT&T or Tin Can. <laughs> Tin can. You save a lot of money with tin can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Save a lot of money with tin can. I like that. That's good. Um, so yeah, that was um some things from the eighties that were not so pleasant. Uh I you know, there's not much not much left to say about it. Um I might I might have a couple to close on next week. Um but that depends. Sean and I always say like, "Oh, we'll do this next week," and then we never do it. <laughs> I hate There's to probably promise. four at least four things that I had like a long list. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'll do the other twenty five next week. Yeah, then you ne- we never do it. Um. So having said that, we will see you next time. Thank you so much uh, for joining us. We really appreciate it. Uh, thank you for listening. I mean, you're awesome. What can I say? <laughs> so I'm gonna shut up. If Sean has any voice left, he's gonna tell you something. I think I do. <laughs> Scarecrow, I'm going to miss you most of all. Have a good (laughs) night. Epic fail. Yes.